You're listening to Public Safety First, a podcast to help you learn about the First Responder Network Authority and how you can be part of the future of public safety technology. And now, your host. Welcome to the Public Safety First podcast. I'm your host, Dave Buchanan, and I'm pleased to be joined today by Sheriff Neil Miller of the Buffalo County Sheriff's Office in Nebraska. Sheriff Miller is a true leader in the field of public safety communications. Almost 25 years ago, he was implementing mobile data, making it possible for deputies to run warrants, registration checks, and reports from their patrol vehicles. Fast forward to 2014, and he launched Text to 911 in Buffalo County so that residents can text 911 emergency call takers from their mobile devices. He also played a pivotal role in implementing a combined radio communication system for Nebraska's law enforcement, fire, and emergency medical services. In 2019, he was recognized for his efforts with the prestigious National Harlan McEwen Public Safety Broadband Communications Award. Sheriff Miller, thanks so much for joining us here today. Good morning, Dave, and uh, thank you for having me. Tell us a little bit about your background. How did your career in public safety start? And how did you get involved in leading communications and technology initiatives so many years ago? Well, this year started my 45th year uh, in law enforcement. I was 19 years old when I started. And after graduating from high school, I had an interest in the electronic side of, of the world. I also had a very deep desire to serve in law enforcement. I got into law enforcement and the technology side was a natural fit for me. So I was able to have both those dreams that I wanted. Uh, and, and it's been that way for me the whole 45-year career that I've had. So I feel very uh, fortunate to have been able to uh, do all the things I wanted to do. And it's exciting to look to the future and see all the things that are coming at us. We understand you and the Buffalo County Sheriff's Office are now FirstNet subscribers. Can you tell us about the decision to join FirstNet? Sure. You know, when FirstNet was first announced, uh, there was a lot of attention being paid to how we were going to do a nationwide uh, communication system. It wasn't real clear how it would exactly look, but we knew that we needed to have that. We've been on broadband for quite some time, wireless broadband with another carrier, just waiting for FirstNet to kind of mature in in our area. When it was announced that AT&T and FirstNet would partner, at first that was a little bit disappointing to us because we had no coverage from AT&T in Nebraska was very limited. So we weren't sure how that was going to work out. Uh, We've been so pleased with how FirstNet has deployed sites across the state of Nebraska. AT&T has done a remarkable job of getting us coverage. It has been an aggressive build out. We're fortunate to have uh, brand new infrastructure in band 14. So the whole state is covered in band 14. And uh, we're, we're very pleased with how this has turned out. And so it's, it's been exciting to see this all happen. Quite honestly, it's amazing the benefit that this is providing the public safety and first responders. So a lot of agencies join for different reasons. Sometimes there's an operational reason. There may be a technical reason. Maybe you're going through a technology change or you see the future in technology and the benefits of advanced technologies for public safety. Or maybe there's a business reason, the cost associated with the way you deliver communication services. Do you have any insight you could share with our listeners about your thinking about FirstNet with respect to those three vantage points? Sure. We kind of need to go back to why why did we do broadband in the first place? What was the benefit to us when we decided to uh, adopt broadband uh, in all of our patrol vehicles? And it really comes down to it's a force multiplier for us. If you go back 
into the 90s when they had the COPS more grants. The, the whole idea behind the grant was uh, make officer redeployment effective more. That's where that came from. And so for us, the challenge was getting the deputies out into the field. You can't have community interaction if you're at the law enforcement center. You've got to get out with the public. But the dilemma always was, how do we get them all the things they need? Because their office is their car. So when they get in their office with four wheels, how do we get them everything they need to be able to do their job? We wanted to have it so that if when they sat in their office, their car, it would be no different than have everything they needed, the same as that they were uh, sitting at the law enforcement center. So how does that happen? That happens through wireless broadband. It effectively helps us keep our staff out in the field, makes them as efficient as they can be. It, it, it increases our interaction with the public. And I think right now that's really an important piece for law enforcement is to be out there interacting with the public and spending time in the communities and just having discussions. Wireless broadband allows them to be able to do everything they need to do from their vehicle. So we have embraced wireless broadband for a number of years. We now, with FirstNet coming up and the coverage that we've seen build out in Buffalo County and the state of Nebraska, we're just so fortunate to be able to have that bandwidth out there for them to be able to do whatever it is they need to do. We use that for our officers doing their reports, doing citations, calls for service or CAD calls that come up on the screen and dispositioning calls from their cars. We send photographs back to evidence. So if they take photographs in the field, still images, we're able to ship them back. We do a, a digital recording of their supplemental reports. Once those supplemental reports are completed, those are shipped back to the law enforcement center. So it seems to me like you have done very well with looking at technologies of process improvement for how you deliver law enforcement services in Buffalo County. What opportunities do you see for your agency as you look forward? We're always looking to see where we can use technology to improve our ability to, to deliver service. And so I can see with, especially with the broadband speeds and the bandwidth that's coming and moving into the 5G world, that opens up quite a number of opportunities for us in the video world. You know, video right now, we're using LTE for some video, but it's limited. With 5G out there, I can see us being able to do some live streaming of of incidents or situational awareness. So I, I think that there's a lot that's going to happen for us in the future with broadband, especially with those speeds and the capacity that we're gonna be able to see with 5G. I think that we're gonna be looking at all of our processes to see where we can improve the processes or the functions that our services that we're providing. I think that we'll, we'll start to explore all of those to see how we can do a better job both in efficiency and, and in the cost of providing the service because we currently have a very, very affordable solution for broadband services. And with FirstNet and the cost of FirstNet with unlimited data usage, with priority and preemption, there are just a lot of opportunities for us that have not even been thought about yet. We're seeing a lot of the agencies exploring how to tie FirstNet's LTE system with their existing LMR systems. Can you share what Buffalo County is doing in this regard? Sure. 
One of the things that Nebraska's got, we have a uh, LMR system, a statewide system that uh, is managed by the uh, OCIO for the state of Nebraska. There are agreements in place that you can be a user of that system or you can be a partner on that system. We signed an agreement with the state to partner with them so that we could share core services to the radio system. And in exchange for that, we would share our coverage in 800 megahertz that we're going to stand up with users on the state radio system. One of the things that when we were designing this system that we looked at was the number of towers it was going to take for an LMR system to give us the kind of coverage that we needed countywide. Buffalo County's got approximately a thousand square miles to cover. And some of that's pretty rough terrain in the northern part of the county. So when we were looking at this, it was like uh, convergence of devices. How do we do this and, and get FirstNet and LMR into a single device? Well, we will go to an LMR site. If the site has got good signal for that particular portable, uh, we will go to an LTE site if it does not. The beauty of that is that our towers and the FirstNet towers don't all end up in the same place. So it gives us really a multiplying factor on what our coverage is going to uh, end up being. And we've been very, very happy with that so far for in-building coverage, uh, as well as rural coverage in Buffalo County. The other thing that we're using FirstNet for is on our radio sites, we have to have two paths for uh, that audio to get back. So we need two ways to get whatever that radio site hears back to the core uh, at the state. The first path that we've got is with fiber. We have fiber to all of our sites. And then in the Kearney area, we've got microwave. But on our more rural sites, we're going to be implementing failover to FirstNet uh, through a router and then back to the state core. Uh, we started looking at this option and we've been working with the FirstNet team to do this and the state of Nebraska wants to be able to do the same thing. So we have a, a joint interest in providing that uh, backhaul for those sites. Some of them are pretty rural. There's no fiber to them. And so we're excited for the fact that it is a reasonably priced option to allow us to have a redundant path uh, in case we get a fiber cut. It's my observation that some of our public safety leaders have taken a more passive role when it comes to communications and technology, and others have taken a more visionary role where they set the vision and then they get out of the way and let the communications people take the lead. It seems to me that you've got a third path here, which is a more hands-on role. Tell me a little bit about your role as the sheriff and as the leader of your law enforcement agency in driving these technology efforts forward and the progress you guys have made. I am very hands-on in the technology side of this thing. I try to keep current with what's going on in the technology world so that um, I can be a valuable member of the team. I have a great team that work with me. We're also co-located with the Kearney Police Department. That's been a great partnership that we have had working out of the same building side by side for the last uh, 25 years. And we feel very uh, fortunate for that relationship because we share everything. We're involved together with things. The new radio system is a joint venture for that. They're getting ready to switch over to FirstNet. And so they're looking to see how things are, are going with us and, and kind of 
have us kick the tires a little bit and, and we take turns with who's going to feel the pain of, of new technology and be out there on the leading edge to test it out. And, and it works well because we get to benefit from what the other does. So, you know, I believe in partnerships. I think the partnerships combined with technology allow us to best serve the people. And at the end of the day, we're not here for ourselves. We're here for the people that we serve. And so, I, I very much uh, am a believer in, in partnering and I'm a believer in using technology and in order to do that I need to understand the technology so I invest quite a bit of time just learning as new products come out to, to try and get an idea of how things work and, and what might be available to help us meet our mission. We know Buffalo County is also using FirstNet as a backup for the 911 system. Can you talk a little bit about this project and why it's so important for you? Sure. We have a region that is a host remote uh, configuration for 911. So we have two hosts and we have about 20 other PSAPs that are a part of our region that are remotes to those two hosts. We're currently working with FirstNet to provide a backup to our fiber. Those remotes are all connected to the hosts with fiber. We've experienced some outages with that. And so we came up with a plan where we would be able to use an alternate path for that with a a tunnel through the internet. And that works, but it's the internet. And so you have no control over the priority of the packets that traverse that route. With FirstNet as the primary failover, That's going to allow us to get our remotes and those other PSAPs, which are central Nebraska and the panhandle of Nebraska. It's going to allow for them to remain connected to us even when we have a fiber cut. And we've experienced a couple of those where it has caused some disruption. We have a plan where those calls can be rerouted and delivered to a different PSAP. But the best possible outcome is that the 911 call ends up at the PSAP that it was intended to go to. And, and so that's how we're going to use FirstNet is to back that up. And, and the state's also looking at it as a, a possibly a way to back up the whole state uh, to have a, a secondary route or, uh, or the ability to have that call delivered over a different path to get back. So this is a big project that we're, we're currently working on uh, and looking at for the state of Nebraska, as well as the uh, South Central and the Panhandle region. We've heard firsthand from a number of agencies, especially in this last year, how those responsible for 911 centers and PSAPs were able to use FirstNet and how inventive some agencies got with using FirstNet, especially for remote work. And I'm really glad to hear your story. You know, one of the other areas that's really come to life for us in the last year and a half is using FirstNet for telemedicine and using FirstNet for those in the medical community. I understand your wife is a nurse and is also a FirstNet subscriber. Can you talk a little bit about how she has seen the network used in local hospitals? You know, I think that that's that's our next group to really explain the benefit to. Our next goal or or the work that needs to be done is to get to the medical community since they're eligible for FirstNet devices and to have the FirstNet experience with priority preemption. We need to make sure they understand how that works. So. That will be the the goal for us is to spend some time working with uh, our healthcare providers and let them know that for those that are providing emergency services that they are eligible to be on FirstNet 
uh, and that they should start looking at that to, to help them deliver those services that are critical to communities. So we've spent some time recently speaking with other agencies about their use of FirstNet at times of emergency and planning for times of emergency, planning for special events, use of things like the deployable program, use of FirstNet Central and its capabilities to understand the network strength and health. Can you talk a little bit about any other FirstNet capabilities that you and your team have been able to take advantage of with respect to FirstNet? We have had great success in the FirstNet apps catalog and talking with the the people in Boulder who have put those apps through the paces and gathering information from them. An example of that would be our drone program. So we have a number of drone pilots on the department and the issue was how do we get the uh, first responders that are in charge, the incident commanders, to be able to see what the drone sees. So the pilots are busy flying, you've got your spotters out there that are spotting for the pilots, but that makes it difficult then for the fire chief or the police chief or the sheriff or the the incident commander to be able to see what's going on. So we went to the FirstNet apps catalog and the folks in Boulder helped us on an app that they had tested and found to work well to be able to share live drone footage Uh, with those people at the scene. And so we got that app as a result of the recommendation that they gave to us about what they thought might work for us. And all of the people around us are using that app because they like uh, how it works as well. So I think that especially with um, some of the smaller agencies that don't have an IT department, don't have maybe the people who have the expertise to know what apps might be available to help them accomplish whatever it is they're trying to do, I think that's a valuable resource that can provide great help to public safety and first responders in in getting the right app uh, for the right purpose. So we're very pleased with, with how that turned out. You've been familiar with our work at the FirstNet Authority for several years now. You've been involved in a number of our engagements and our roadmap activities. Tell us a little bit about your impressions of the role of the federal government in overseeing FirstNet's build-out, FirstNet's evolution, and the future of FirstNet. I think that that is a critical piece for public safety and first responders to the credibility of FirstNet. The other carriers have board of directors that they have to make sure are happy with what the companies doing, how the profits are going, what the forecasting looks like for revenues for the next quarter. Our board of directors have experience in the fire service and EMS, in law enforcement, in the public sector, in 911. The FirstNet board is very diverse and has a whole host of experience and knowledge in those things that impact first responders and public safety. So as a user, I'm very happy to have the board of directors that we have for FirstNet because they're concerned about the experience, they're concerned about the affordability, and they're involved in making sure that the coverage that we need is going to happen because they're in the trenches, a lot of them every day, doing the same thing the users are doing. I'm very happy that the federal government is involved in this process and that we're able to build this nationwide rollout of wireless broadband. I could not be more pleased in 
how this has rolled out and what it looks like right now. And I'm excited for what the future looks like with FirstNet as the entity to provide broadband service for us and, and across the United States. It's, it's exciting and, and I'm very appreciative of everything that the FirstNet board does. Well, we've covered a lot of ground today. Sheriff, is there any other topics or issues that you wanted to share with our listeners today? Let's not forget how FirstNet uh, came to be. That's 9-11. FirstNet came about as a result of the inability to communicate during 9-11. And I think that we have a responsibility to make sure that everybody understands what FirstNet can do and get that service out to the people whose lives depend on it. Well, this has been a terrific conversation, Sheriff Miller. Appreciate you taking time to speak with us today. Thank you for everything you do to keep the people of Nebraska safe. And thank you for being a leader nationwide with respect to public safety broadband. Thank you. Thank you, Dave. Uh, It was a pleasure being here and FirstNet is exciting and uh, I'm just happy to be a part of it. Thank you. Thanks for listening today. We're excited to have you join our podcast community. Make sure to subscribe on iTunes, SoundCloud, and YouTube. You can learn more about the First Responder Network Authority at firstnet.gov and learn about FirstNet products and services at firstnet.com. 